Cassia Person Institute is a research and training institute using collaborative dialogical practices to rebuild lives. Here we see you as a person, not as a diagnosis, that may have defined or limited you in the past. Here we believe in you. The narratives of pain and suffering our clients begin with are transformed into conversations honouring their innate strengths, resilience and hope for the future. This podcast is to inspire and share stories of hope and healing for both people who suffer and the people that are trying to support them. Hello everyone, welcome to Now I See a Person Institute. Um, I am Emma McIntosh and today I'm speaking to uh, an absolutely wonderful person um, who is going to share a, a part of their journey with us today. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Welcome. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Thank you for the invitation and um, uh, and addressing me as a wonderful person. I think the same of you, Emma. Thank. <laughs> <laughs> We're all wonderful people in this world, aren't we? Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know where you would like to start. It was like if there was something that you particularly wanted to share today that maybe was helpful to you and your family um, on your journey. Yes, yes, I can share uh, this morning. Um, I would first, part of what I'd like to share is um, how wonderful I believe your organization is um, now I see a person. Um, I was experiencing um, some really difficult times along with my family. Um, And with regard to my young adult daughter's um, emotional and mental health, our story is is um, pretty extensive in terms of um, it started quite a while ago. Um, we lost our oldest daughter to suicide in 2015, January. And the daughter whom I am referring to currently is uh, her younger sister. And I think the loss of our oldest daughter set off the events of the younger, the emotional and mental um, events of the younger sister. So um, I I was at, basically we were at what we thought was the end of our ability to um, find solutions for our daughter's um, emotional breakdown. Um, and 
and your and now I see a person I found um, through just looking um, and I just believe it was you know divine help um, our daughter was actively had gotten to the point where actively she was actively um telling us that she would uh, take her life and um we you know we went down conventional roads um and when i say conventional i mean just what is available hospitalization not ever wanting to to go down that road um but we, we were so afraid of what might happen um, that we, we took what was offered and available at the time. Yeah. Um, so we had um, our daughter came back to live with us again she's a young adult um after being away in another country teaching and um and having some traumatic experiences um she's a very competent teacher and um musician um and uh we experienced some trauma in the country that she was in and came home to live with us. We were ecstatic to have her, um, had a wonderful New Year's um, family visit gathering with, with other extended family. And a couple of days after our family left for the new year, um, our daughter just broke down and it was a whirlwind of events um not unrelated to the whirlwind of events uh uh with our first with our first daughter um in 2015 so um i guess that's where i start it, there's so much that i don't want to i want to be helpful um certainly to people who are and have experienced these things with their own children. Mm -hmm. um, I do know of parents who are walking through this type of uh, the, the similar situations. And I know there are many more who I don't know. Um, so this is really to keep hope um, in their hearts and alive because um, I know that this type of emotional difficulty and challenge and roller coaster um, does have solutions. They do exist mm -hmm. outside of what is normally recommended. Um, so what, what do you feel was it that brought you hope at that time where you as a mother and family, we're very vulnerable. 
Uh, yes, we were we were extremely vulnerable, and I found your organization, and through um, another organization, and I reached out to Dr. Swim. I told her our story, our extended story, and found her and um, the other people, including you, uh, associated with Now I See a Person to be welcoming and not using different language in, in terms of our daughter language that treated her as the wonderful normal person that she was and that her you know behavior or even her temporary um, loss of uh, emotional strength and mental mental strength and and confusion was related to things that she had walked through as opposed to labeling her you know bipolar or schizophrenic or any of the other many uh, labels put on people who are experiencing um, um, maybe some disconnection with their emotional standing, I guess. Um, you just talked about her being a person and you talked to her. You, um, you talked to her and I was amazed at how just talking to her changed things. I mean, daily really just speaking to, to her as a person and getting to know her and understanding her story and where she came from changed everything. And it, and it did take time. Um, it was an endeavor of immense patience on your part. And, and I mean, our part as well and our daughter's part, um, we were all, we felt like we had a family that we could express anything and everything to um, because our story is so unusual, I think, in terms of the ricochet um, events from the time of our loss of our first daughter until, you know, until current times. Um, we, we needed to be in a, in a place or be able to talk to people who could take that in and understand the effects on, on us as a family and specifically on my daughter. Um, so just being able to talk to your um, to the people at, at at your organization made all the difference. I couldn't believe it because 
the hospital that um, she attended just kept throwing medications at her. I mean, all kinds of medications. Mm -hmm. And that year, this year, that was this year, and she had to be, she was hospitalized three times. And I am very much in the belief, in, in the mindset that it was because of being over-medicated, not treated like a person, um, lumped in a lumped in a category in a hospital and and made to think through all these medications. I mean, because a lot of them weaken your mind. You you don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. You lose yourself. I, I saw that with her. And it was it was just an incredibly painful time. I I just and every day we were on pins and needles. And if we had not had your organization to speak with, Dr. Swim and David and Emma, I really don't know what we would have done. I just, it felt like a godsend. I know it was. Um, and we started to see little changes. Um I can't imagine, even when I think of it today, it's very painful internally to think of my daughter being in a hospital. I I was not allowed to visit because of COVID. Um, So I would just take packages of what I deemed as healthy food because the hospital didn't really have healthy food. And to her to leave at the desk. I would speak to her on the phone as much as I could. Um, and she was so heavily medicated that she was in and out of herself. And um, the second hospitalization, I believe, was due to the to the, the medications that they were just experimenting with. I mean, and when you looked up the side effects, which I do, I, it was, it was overwhelming. Um, and, and they basically admitted that they were experimenting and to see a young, healthy person, physically healthy, um, uh, debilitated in that way. It was just more than I can describe um, and every time I tried to, I was very diligent in speaking with doctors and social worker, and there was very little hope given. There were categories given. They were, you know, long-term prognosis given that were very dark and didn't even account for her being able to, like, uh, positive in terms of her being able to have a future and a normal life. So that was that was assumed not possible. Mm-hmm. Was that the turning point for you then to to seek out something else or? Well, 
Absolutely. Um, the whole time I was seeking out something else, I was, you know, I was really constantly researching until I found your group. And, um, and I, I was being pressured to and this is old-fashioned language, but this it's used where we live. And that's commit my daughter right. to the hospital, which would relieve us, relieve us of any rights to our own daughter and in decision making. And I refused at when when she went into the hospital the third time because of this medication switching and and upping and changing and mixing i refused and i said we will take her the way she is and you know there there had been a lot of fear in in so many ways family fear that she would maybe do something to hurt herself or hurt anyone else or we we didn't know we didn't know because we were in such, we, we didn't know what, but I, I was sick. I couldn't sleep for the, the three times that she, she was in the hospital. I, I couldn't sleep. I, you know, it, it caused ripple effect on the whole family. Um, we, we were in such stress, collective stress that, you know, our youngest daughter, we sent her to be with, um, family members um, for the weeks that this ensued because it was so difficult. And But we were determined, uh, both my husband and I, to take care of our, our child. And we, we started talking to you guys and it was so hopeful from the very beginning. That we, um, if you could hold on for one second, please. Thank you. I think, I think the person close. That's fine. We can start again. <laughs> okay. Um, that was where hope really turned on. We talked about you guys all the time, and you took hours different times of the day to check in and talk to our daughter. And we could see slow changes, hope rising in terms of her behavior, in terms of her ability, even in the midst of, there were many threats to not be, continue her life from her. And it, it was almost a daily practice. And every time, you know, when I got overwhelmed with that kind of talk, I would call and talk to uh, Dr. Swim and, and he would take the time to just talk to, call and talk to our daughter. And it, it changed things. And it was a slow building up of, of this person's um, personality. So life now is, 
is what is life like now as a family for you? Mm -hmm. Life has improved tremendously. Mm -hmm. We, our daughter is now in a prerequisite pre program for nursing. Um, she wants to become a nurse. And even though she has another degree in another area, that's what's in her heart. And we believe that she's going to do this. She's getting really good grades. She's excelling in the class. I think she's doing better than some of her colleagues. And she, she's very humble about it. She doesn't let anyone know. But her whole, her hope in life, her, her ability to be able to look forward with excitement and joy is now in place. Um, we are able to do things together. She communicates with us um, freely. She's happy to be where she is. Uh, that was that was an issue for a long time. She's interacted with her former classmates. Uh, they've had a few reunions, and she's attended where she was completely um, withdrawn and not wanting to see anyone and not wanting to go anywhere. Um, you know, what we would normally call depression um, has lifted um, in, in so many ways. Um, you know, we, we, it's a daily walk. It's not, um, it's not um, perfect, but it's really good. And I like the word good. It, it, it's very good. And um, we're just... It, it gave us excitement again for today and also for what will come. Um, and we're just, we live in a state of gratitude really, because with, with talk therapy alone, with just engaging with her, just treating her like a person, just listening to her, it has changed her whole outlook um, and all the difficult deep trauma that she's experienced seems to be lifting and and it doesn't mean that we don't address we may not we may at times address something that has happened in the past it's just we accept that those things have happened and we live really really in the present mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, just, you know, I, I think now I see a person has given us the ability to live in gratitude, really, because we're so thankful for every moment of every day, even when it's difficult, mm -hmm. because we know where we came from. And I, if anyone, you know, has the means to support your organization, and I know that's not why you're talking to me, but I think they should. And because this is, you're saving lives. I've, I'm experiencing a life, to say, a life saved by what you do and the way you do it. Mm -hmm. 
And I don't see that. I haven't seen that in other, I haven't seen that in other um, organizations related to mental health that are around, that are currently around me or that I have currently have access to. It is amazing. Um, and I, I just think you're an angel organization and you've maintained a relationship with my daughter. She knows that she can talk to you, reach out to you, and you reach out to her. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I, you know, it might be boring to say how grateful we are, but it's the truth. I'm overwhelmed with that. Please honor this person's story by sharing it with others to inspire hope.